Welcome to the Longevity Lab podcast. That intro music brought to you by none other than DJ Zenus. You can find him on Instagram at officially Zenus, Z-E-N-A-S. And you're going to want to check him out because I think he has a single for the summer dropping here in a few weeks. So go look him up. You're not going to want to miss that. But this is episode one of the Longevity Lab podcast. And I am excited to bring it to you guys. I want to thank you for tuning in from the very beginning. I appreciate it a ton. Today, we're going to dive into letting you get to know me a little bit. So who am I? What do I stand for, especially as a strength and nutrition coach? And then what's Longevity Lab? What is this whole thing about? So let's jump right in because I am sure that you guys are at the edge of your seats, ready to get rolling here. But We'll start off with who am I? We'll start off with a little bit more on the personal side and then get into the more the professional story of how I became a strength and nutrition coach. But first and foremost, I'm a coffee connoisseur who just loves his morning pour over. That's all it comes down to. So I'm obsessed with it. Really, I'm just extra, extra bougie about my coffee. But I used to just be a, a coffee lover doing my French press every morning. And then I went down to Panama and it was life-changing. I had a buddy down there that introduced me to the pour-overs, the hand brews as they're also called. And with the combination of how incredible the coffee is down there, it made me a convert. I ordered a ton of equipment while I was in Panama so that it was waiting for me when I got home. That was, I think, a little bit over a year ago. And so since then, if you follow me on social media, on Instagram or Facebook, you know that I'm doing my daily morning pour over. That's how I start my morning. I love the coffee part of it, but I love the ritual as well. I hand grind my beans every single morning, weigh them out, weigh the water, make the actual pour over. It's a process, but I love it. It's kind of what springs me out of bed in the morning is just knowing that that's coming, that I get that fresh, delicious coffee smell. So that's probably my favorite ritual of the day because, again, I'm a coffee connoisseur, but really I'm just a coffee snob. When it comes down to it, I like to just use the word connoisseur because it sounds way better than snob to my own ego, but let's be real. I'm a coffee snob, and uh, and again, it's just it's the best ritual of my day. But the second best one is my steps. Again, if you follow me on social, you know, you see the daily steps. But I got two pups who I love dearly, one of whom is snuggled up under my desk right now. But I love taking them out for long walks um, and selfishly, I enjoy it myself too. But it's it's probably the most most me time that I get during the day. And so it's an opportunity for for me to de-stress, listen to some podcasts, enjoy just, you know, an hour long jaunt with my pups. They enjoy it. It's their exercise for the day as well. But I love that because it's just a time for the three of us to enjoy together. My wife will occasionally, you know, if we've got a busy weekend where I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to fit our walk into our schedule, she'll occasionally just be like, why why don't you just not walk them today or I'll walk them for you. And I'm like, ah, like I really want to do it. It's, it's just as good for me 
as it is for them. So it's a huge priority for me. But again, just another one of those rituals that that I really enjoy is just getting my daily steps in, getting my sunshine, getting that low intensity movement, enjoying some podcasts. So those are the two biggest rituals for me in my personal life. The rest of it really comes down to strength and nutrition, health and fitness. So I am a strength and nutrition coach. I coach people primarily online, but a little bit in person as well. And I actually got started in this because of my own weight loss journey. So I'd always been thin throughout high school, playing sports. It was real easy to maintain weight, sometimes honestly, even being underweight. But then college came, dining hall came freshman year, Froyo was in said dining hall with all the toppings. And that jump started the process of me going from about 175 pounds graduating high school to 250 pounds a couple years after college. So I said, screw you freshman 15, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to go for the freshman 30. I don't even know if that's the exact number, but it was far closer to 30 than it was to 15. So I put on a bunch right away, lost a bunch going into senior year, gained it all back senior year, gained some more in the few years after. And at that point, I was a comfortable couch potato. I was also the king of Mario Kart. So I I did have something positive going on because I was a master at Mario Kart. Still am. I could crush you in my sleep. So don't come at me. Not if it's N64. I will own you and destroy you and make you feel terrible. And I don't feel bad about it because it's Mario Kart and that's what happens. But at the time, I just, I wasn't confident in myself. I wasn't inspired in my work. You know, I spent, again, most of my time just outside of work, just chilling on the couch, being a couch potato. And honestly, looking back, I think I was just, I was afraid. I was afraid to be bold. I was afraid to live a powerful life. I was afraid to to live up to the person that I thought I could be. But eventually that changed. And, and my catalyst for change was kind of a weird moment. It was brushing my teeth. And I had a, you know, manual toothbrush at the time. And as I scrubbed my hand back and forth, my belly bounced along with it and jiggled along with it. And it was something that I'd done plenty of times before, but for some reason, one day that just smacked me in the face. And I realized how much I'd let myself go, how much I wasn't really putting effort in to living a strong, powerful life. And I decided right then to get in shape, just to feel good about how I looked. That was really what I got into it for was the vanity of it. That was my primary motivation to make all my ex-girlfriends jealous with how good I looked. And then what happened was I lost a bunch of weight, felt good, felt much better about how I looked, but realized it went far beyond that. I realized that I, I was working harder in a job that, again, I, I wasn't, still wasn't inspired in, but I was doing better work. I had a better work ethic. I had more discipline. I had more confidence in myself. And I realized that health and fitness and getting in shape physically changed me completely as a person. And so that's what made me want to help people. It's what made me want to take what I felt and help other people achieve that same thing and uncover their best self through taking care of their health. Because one thing that I that I firmly believe now, because I've gone through it and I've helped other people go through it, is that taking control of your health and fitness is one of 
the best, if not the best vehicle for creating your optimal self, for reaching your best potential. And so that's what I what I do really is I help people use health and fe- health and fitness as the vehicle to their optimal self to accomplish whatever it is that you desire for you in your life. We'll help you get there by crushing your health and fitness. So that's why I became a coach. That's a little bit about me. Now, what do I stand for as a coach? I think it's really important to be upfront about what I stand for as a coach because there's a lot of mixed messaging in this industry. So that's why, first and foremost, I stand for honesty and transparency. I will always, always, always be honest and transparent around what actually works rather than what is marketing nonsense because we all know what the latter is. Well, sometimes we don't know what it is, but we've seen it. And a lot of us have fallen for it, myself included. I fell for a lot of gimmicks at first. And it's not things that are going to work. Not for the long term. Not to get you the results that you want and help you keep those results. So first and foremost, I'm going to be honest and transparent about the stuff that will actually work for you long term. And how to accomplish your goals long term in the best possible way. I will also tell you what is going to be the most simple, efficient, and effective principles to accomplishing that. Because we don't have time to waste. I wasted a whole lot of time because I didn't know any better when I first started. And eventually I learned, and that's why I ended up being successful. But I want to take away that learning curve for you. And I want to make sure that this fits into your lifestyle so that it is something you can do forever and not just something you do for a short time. So at the end of the day, what that comes down to is what I just said, simple, efficient, and effective principles around strength training, around nutrition, and around lifestyle. So I will always make sure to give you that, to make sure that not only do you know for sure what will work, what is proven, but how to do it in the most optimal way for you without spending time spinning your wheels because nobody wants that. We want to tighten that learning curve, and that's what I'm here to do for you and do it in the most upfront way possible. And last but not least, I also stand for not being perfect. This is a hard one for a lot, a lot of people, and it's a reason that many people are, are on and off the wagon, quote unquote, when it comes to health and fitness is because they want to be perfect. And when they're not, they look at it as failure. And that's why they stop because nobody likes to fail. And that makes sense. Failing sucks. So let's not fail because let's not put the expectations of being perfect onto ourselves. So what I stand for instead of reaching for perfection, which is impossible, is just consistently putting forth effort to better yourself. You may have heard the phrase, just be 1% better. And that is 100% true. That's what we're going for here. We're not going for... 180 degree change, overhauling your life in one day. We're going for a little bit better every day, a little bit better every week, a little bit better every month. And then over the course of months and years, you are going to radically change your life. It's those little baby steps that win because eventually you put enough steps together that you're nowhere close to where you started. But we need to get those little steps to get those wins, to get that snowball effect. And so what I truly stand for is not judging yourself on perfection that is only going to result in failure. We just want to judge ourselves on effort. Are you putting forth that effort every day? 
Are you getting just a little bit better every single day? Improving yourself just by a little bit every single day. And if you do that, you win. Plain and simple. Because if you do that, and you remain patient, and you remain consistent, and you give it time, there's no way for you to fail. Not if you keep going. The only failure at that point is quitting. So as long as you're willing to put in the work and consistently put in that effort every single day, you'll win. Guaranteed. So that's what I stand for. Those are the big rocks of what I stand for. Now, let's wrap it up with what is Longevity Lab? Because obviously this is the Longevity Lab podcast. If you came here from Instagram, my handle is Longevity Lab. So really plain and simple, it's the brand. It's the company. Uh, it's what I it's what I love is longevity. That's really what eventually once I move past that vanity aspect of the health and fitness, the longevity is more so what I moved into. I want to live long and I want to live strong. That is my primary mission for myself now. And so that's why I chose to brand around around longevity is because I want to keep my independence and my activity as I age. I want to be able to function at a high level for a long time. I don't want to just live a long time and get that quantity. I want to get that quality as well. I want to have that freedom of being able to function on my own with no assistance, with full independence. And so that's the biggest thing of why I chose longevity. Because again, that's what I want for me. I want to live long and live strong. And I hope that you guys do too, and I can help you do that. But first and foremost, that's my own mission for myself. And I hope that others are on board with that mission because I think it's super important for us to improve the quality of life as we age and make sure that we do maintain that independence for ourselves. Now, the lab part is just a little bit more fun. You know, when I first started going to the gym, I avoided the gym for years when I first got started on my health and fitness journey because I was scared. But fortunately for me, I had some buddies that pulled me in. And while we were there, we were just jokingly say we were back in the lab, putting in work on ourselves. And so I just think it's fun. I really like the imagery, too, of going into the lab and working on yourself, concocting a better version of yourself, putting the pieces, the components together, and coming out better at the end. And so that's why I combined the Longevity Lab, besides the obvious alliteration, which is amazing. But really, I want to live long, I want to live strong, and I want to help other people take themselves into the lab of themselves and create that optimal potential. Again, I think, I believe, I know that health and fitness and strength training and nutrition and altering your lifestyle, that is the vehicle for creating your optimal self, for reaching the potential that you believe that you have. So I think of coaching with me as going into the lab to work on yourself and build longevity and strength and confidence. So that's Longevity Lab. That's me. That's what I stand for. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this first episode 